What's up, folks? Hello, hello. How you David doing? David Mel here. Yeah. What's up? Dude, <laughs> been a minute. Yeah. Well, yeah kind of. Yeah, I guess. A lot happened this week. I talked to you a lot. Uh, honestly, for me, not a whole lot. I just uh, worked a lot. Like, I had to work on Halloween with Sut, but... Um, oh, I didn't know that. I was trying to get out of it because I was like, trying to do stuff, like, outside of work, but they were, like, we were just, like, understaffed and everything, so I had to, like, stay. I was all at work, and I was like, I'm pissed now! <laughs> <laughs> so mad too that was a good one <laughs> but no uh i love it because i'd be so mad if i were you if i was there oh i would not be able to tolerate like being at work anymore i've missed too many halloweens over work yeah i try to leave early but like you know like i said we were just like i just couldn't so yeah you just can't go like, oh, well oh well another one bites the dust just put it in the covid file <laughs> right yeah next year we'll do it Next year we'll work out. So I was uh, out and about today, and like um, there was a big old festival out in Texas, in Houston, and the rapper Travis Scott had a huge incident like in the middle of a set. So um, apparently, eight people died from a from a stampede, basically because they were trying to rush the stage, and like what was it like twenty five other people got injured or something like that? No, over a hundred, if I read. Oh yeah. Hundred and twenty. Damn, that's that's insane. Like you think you're going for a good time, then all of a sudden, like shit happens. Twenty six people in the hospital. Fifty thousand people at the festival. That's crazy. Sold out. That was really surprising. But when you see the pictures, it looks like a huge amount of people. But it did look like there was a nice, legit cutout. Like there was like you could see like where it it, where they were kind of like surrounded by you know, like space and it was kind of wide open. And they said that they had like 250 security guards. And I think that they had, they mentioned in the police when they got up on the video that I watched, they mentioned that the other company had 750 people kind of like waiting, like in also there. So it was like, it seemed like they could all get in and that it was like kind of opened around all of those huge, the 50,000 people. Like, so it looked it looked like it would be like pretty secure, but they're, they were saying that when like 11 people, I don't know, like they were saying like that people went into cardiac arrest up there, like in the front there, like a bunch of people went into cardiac arrest and then they couldn't even get the ambly, the, uh, they couldn't even get the uh, medical people in because once people started pushing it was like this, they were saying that it was like a ripple effect. So as soon as someone like touched one person, like everyone started pushing and they were being like really rambunctious. And, uh, and I guess, I don't know, like maybe they stampeded. Yeah. It sounds like it. I mean, if eight people died, then yeah, of course, like everybody up front just got smashed, you know? Yeah. That's unfortunate. A 14 year old died. A bunch of 22, 23-year-olds died. A 27-year-old died. Damn. A 10-year-old went to the hospital. I don't know. Why would you? I feel like you shouldn't be a certain age to be, like, at a huge event like that. I don't know. I I don't know how. Or at least, like, not in the crowd. Maybe, like, somewhere further away, you know? Yeah, you know, I have mixed feelings about it. I don't have any children of my own. So that's really hard for me right now because... 
um, for me, I go to events like that. But since COVID, like I'm worried about even going to the concert that I that I have planned on Tuesday. Yeah. Like there, there might be like a ton of people there. You know what I mean? But so if because I haven't ever experienced having like a kid of my own, because I would take my kid everywhere with me, right? Like festivals or this or that. I mean, now that COVID is hit, like probably not right now regardless of who they were or how old they were but i don't know you see like bieber fever and shit like those are all little kids out there and there's another thing that goes through my mind constantly with those big huge events now and it's those fucking ak-47s or those automatic weapons that people are so hell-bent on keeping but they just like splatter fucking bullets and like kill a ton of people like in just a couple minutes yeah Um, plus like um, it was in Houston. So, like, Texas is pretty much an open state, right? Yeah. Like, for the most part, like, besides wearing masks, they don't really give a shit, right? So, mm-hmm. I'm sure, like, like in California, like, I bet you those numbers would have been, like, more than half the cut, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, so, I, when I went to that Greek, that Greek concert, like, my friend was telling me that, like, it was so reduced. Like, there was, like, not enough people there. And she was like, how are these people making money, you know? Yeah. I mean, it got crowded towards the end because, like, because of the closers, but like, or the closer. But, but I was like, but she was still saying, she's like, this is so like small compared to like the other shows I've been to. And I'm like, wow, I don't know. It's kind of packed. But she was like, no, it gets way more packed. Like, right. otherwise, I was like, oh, well, I guess it makes sense because people are still freaking out. And, yeah. you know, nobody wants to, like, there's still tons of people that don't want to get vaccinated and all that stuff. And it's just crazy that, like, um, like they were, they would allow basically, a, um, a pretty sized town to like enjoy those shows you know like 50,000 people is a lot of people that's how I would that's how I felt about it when I saw I them. mean like wow. my hometown has just under 80,000 which were like and uh, my hometown yeah has like 70 77,000 people I think wow. so I'm like just imagine like 50,000 people from all over are like enjoying the show and all of a sudden, like, something like that happens. Fuck, dude, like, this is, like, literally, um, you know, a big town that's, like, like, all clumped up in one space. And it's stuff that I always thought about before also, because I kind of, like, have one of those minds where I'm, like, always kind of concerned or cautious or concerned about, like, where my back is. Like, I'm just one of those people. Like, I've, I've had a lot of experiences So, like, I'm always kind of like, how are we going to get out of here or whatever? My mind just kind of already goes there. But now because of COVID and stuff like that, it's just like I'm used to not seeing the crowds. And so now, like, I don't know if I'm going to have, like, anxiety if there's a lot of people. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how I'm going to handle it. Like, I went to Moe's Alley this last Saturday. Okay, we just talked about that. It was seven fucking days ago. Okay, this was the very first time I did not have, I'm I'm actually kind of like a little panicky even talking about it. This is the very first time I've been in close quarters with people that I didn't know without a mask on. And it's, I'm pretty sure we're going on like a two, like a year and a half mark, two year mark, something like that. This is the first time in like at least a year and a half. And uh, so it's like, I'm not sure if I'm going to feel panicky if there's too many people around. I'm just not sure how my body's going to react honestly but my mom was just bringing that up today not necessarily about this but about um she keeps trying to go she's going in to see movies at the theater 
she said that they were one of three like her and my stepdad were one of three at the huge theater today like when they went in the afternoon and she said before the afternoon isn't like huge amount because a lot of people work but on Sundays like it'd be packed in those little in those theaters yeah which like, theater did they go to uh Scotts Valley Scotts Valley okay yeah yeah I wasn't sure if they were open again or not I know the one in downtown closed, but I don't know if they reopened through a different company. I think they oh, do they? another name. I think another company bought them. Okay. I don't think it's the Cinema Nine anymore, but I'm not sure if it's Cinelux or I don't know if they, I don't know who took over. Because it used to be Regal, but I, I think Cinelux took over, if I'm not mistaken. I don't Maybe. know. But the Nickelodeon isn't open yet. I mean, every time I go to work, I look at it. I'm like, they're, oh, they're probably going to go under. No, they won't. No, they won't. No, they won't. I mean, no, they won't. <laughs> They're the only independent. Uh, you know, those, that's where we go to see like all the independent films or whatever. And I just I miss that so much. Like, because I'm not, I don't have enough money to keep up with it on the TV, on the television, or whatever. Like to to look up this or look up that or to find out what's new and stuff. It was like way easier for me to be like, dude this is playing, this is playing, this looks weird, this looks, like, kind of odd, like, who's gonna go with me, like, no one will even go with me sometimes, like, my mom will go, do you go and see independent films, I try to be really supportive, I love film, I would like to more often, but I, like, I just don't research enough, like, what I want to see, so, like, the last time I went was on a date, like, I don't know, three, four years ago, or something like that, and, uh, it was, like, what's that one downtown, um, mm. where they have like two theaters. Um, that is there's the twin, which is on the River Theater. No, that's gone now. Okay, yeah, no, the 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 five eighteen actually got a hold of that somehow, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, there you're talking about the Rio. No, not the Rio. Sorry, sorry. You're you're talking about the Del Mar. Yeah, Del Mar. Yes. So I, I went. I saw a movie there one time. And that was it. Like, but I. I love that shit that's such a cool little theater to go into it looks so old school yeah it is it's so beautiful because when you walk in first of all it just looks kind of iconic because it's like on pacific but like when you walk in uh it's kind of cute because it's kind of small and like it has like all like uh you know interesting colored like carpets they look like really lush and i think that there might even be red but like uh then they're when you're looking forward on either side on left and right they have a staircase that goes up and like kind of like iconically like round it rounds up and takes you up to the second like uh the second floor and it, it's i think it's so cool i i barely ever get to go to movies there some like we go to the midnight movies there though they play oh, i know i want to go there to check out like some of the classics but it's like always it used to be always like when i was working and like you know, I used to work pretty late, so. Oh, I know. We used to work too. And then, like, I didn't have like a car at the time, so like, I had to take the bus back, and it was like, so I, it, yeah, I, and I wouldn't have like money for an Uber, so like, it, it was either like, well, I just like couldn't go sometimes, you know. So and absolutely, I could never, I could hardly ever get there either. First of all, you have to stay up, but every once in a while, I would look down and I'd be like, "What? You're playing that? That oh, would yeah. be fun." You know, but it's like they would always play some of my favorites. Midnight, gnarly. Hmm? They would always play some some of my favorites. <gasps> Do you remember some or no? It's okay if you don't. Well, they, yeah, they would play like because I love horrors, horror stuff, 
and um like they would play like Shaun of the Dead which is like a a, a spoof of like zombie movies yeah and then um I don't know there was like there was a few others that I can't remember right now I think there was a couple of animation ones too that I was like That's oh I want I remember I think like Akira is one of them yeah um, oh, and I haven't seen that in like many many years but I I should rewatch it because it's a classic so you ever been to that little theater in Los Gatos? Uh, no. So neither have I, except for like one time, like a couple of years ago, and they were playing The Last Unicorn there because they had the, um, I guess the author had come there, and my dad was really fucking rad. He was like, I want. He was like, uh, he totally came with me. I was like, hey, so there's this guy. He's like this author like really iconic and old like unicorn book um and i'm like really into him and i'm like surprised he's coming into town and so my dad went with me and that was a really interesting uh that was a really really cool experience seeing that one with my dad that was yeah. like an old cartoony animated movie or whatever but like i hadn't i missed it when i was little it was like before my time i, I know of the movie but I, ne- I never watched it so I don't think I have. Well, I was way different than I expected. Like, cause it was uh, so like, I had seen it before I went to go and see it at, on that night. But oh. like when I first watched it, like I was like, uh, it was so different. It was like, it was a little bit before my time. So it was like, an, it, I consider it to be like kind of an older movie. So it's like it was, an eighties, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Or even. Yeah. Maybe even early nineties. But... Yeah. But I, I missed it somehow. I, I was really little then, I think, you know. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so. yeah I, I wasn't able to watch that one. So anyway, to uh, to segue into cartoons, um, huh. recently DC on? recently DC Comics decided to um, to put out a new series where Superman's son is bisexual. So um yeah, so uh, so apparently recently, the son is now in a relationship with a reporter, male reporter. Ooh. Or they're or they're like trying to figure it out or something like that. Yeah, they're trying to like figure out, um, you know, like how they stand and stuff. So like, uh, I haven't read it myself, but I'm like, you know, I mean, I think it's great. I think it's progression. Um, but I also think like. <laughs> This, ha- this has happened in the past where, like, the comic books, uh, you know, the companies get desperate. Mm-hmm. So they, they, like, transform, like, some of their popular characters and they make them do some, like, some shit that's, like, not normal. So, like, because a lot of times, like, you know, Marvel's like, almost gone at it a couple of times in the past. Obviously, not now because, uh, you know, they're now owned, mostly owned by, D- uh, by uh, Disney now. So... Um, except for a few characters owned by uh, Sony still. Oh. Um, yeah, so like Fantastic Four, I think it's still owned by Sony. Hmm. Um, part of the Spider-Man uh, universe is owned by Sony also, even though Disney has like a... They, they like co-signed or co-owns like that character also. That's why they have like the, um, the new Spider-Man movies on Disney. Okay. Um, and like Venom is under sony as well but they're actually merging those universes together so um the new disney movie the new disney uh, spider-man will also have the sony version of venom in there 
So like it's gonna be a crazy like mashup, and I'm actually really excited to see it because it looks dope. But anyway, to go back into the whole Superman thing, uh, like you know, companies do like their desperate thing to like uh, to make money, you know, because like sometimes like they're about to go under. So that so that's why like Superman had to die back in the '90s because DC was like not doing good, you know, and like so they needed like a, a quick like cash grab. So they they're like, well, what if we kill Superman? We haven't done that yet. Right. And then they uh, they did that. They made a shit ton of money. <laughs> and uh they're like still writing on it now like you know they're, they're still making stories where like i mean shit like justice league remember superman came back yeah um so uh even like in in marvel uh there was a story where beast uh from x-men uh was like in love with like um I forgot the guy's name but he was like they were in a you know a, in a relationship and like that version of beast like never happened before so they were like well this we gotta like change it up somehow so they changed that character for that part of the universe i don't think it's canon really but like they did it and uh but like nobody really spoke of it though like it wasn't like a big deal for some reason um which is kind of weird because you think like even though like beast is still technically human but it's still kind of like bestiality at the same time (laughs) If you think about it, you know. <laughs> well, you know, I just wanted to say, you know, like, yes, of course, the comics, uh, the graphic novels, anything you want to say about that, of course, they're going to use any kind of like dramatic, like twist or pull or anything that they can do in the writing, just like anything, any other writing of shows or whatever. You have to do something drastic. You got to yeah. change up the characters. You got to do things, you know, that kind of will pull at people's like heartstrings sometimes or remind them of the importance of those characters for that time because a lot of things is just about money like will this be able to go through or what you have to be able to get like the people like to continue watching all that fun stuff but the biggest thing for me when you told that story is that like I just feel like the generations underneath us, like under, not underneath, that's the wrong way to say it. The gen- <laughs> generations, you know, like uh, after us or whatever, I guess is a good way to yeah. say it. Um, you know, they have all kinds of fun characters who are same sex and it's coming, be like able to, they're able to play with characters so much more in like a realistic way now. Um, yeah. Even the new She-Ra, it, they, it was like, I felt like, their relationship was definitely like friendship like her and Katra or whatever but it definitely like kind of walked the line there because they really felt like they would always kind of like be together or at least be on the same side and they were so close that when Adora left that like really like hurt her you know what I mean and they're mm. like major lesbian a couple like a couple in there like Scorpia I think is completely depicted as someone who potentially you know likes hmm. girls so yeah I, I don't follow that story but like it would, it would be nice to catch up at some point but there's just more and more and more and more and more so i'm not surprised at all that maybe superman's son might be yeah well and it's like it's good because like you know it's 2021 now like they're catching up with the times finally you know i like, like it it's but it's weird because there's so much pushback against it though like apparently people are like freaking out about it but you know that's probably just like our generation like 
you know but the, that, the... i think that is you know that inflexibility of like trying to like change something that was such an institution for us before like we relied on superman you know all this yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like those stories and stuff. We relied on like all, all of those things to kind of get us through our regular days. And, you know, I feel like people like they want their lives to be mimicked, like in some way to like good or that they're working hard or I don't know, you know. Well, I think part of it, too, is like um, so like Superman's always been depicted as like a manly man, you know, like he's been like uh, he's like the one that helped like stop World War Two. You know, and like sexy, tall, hetero, dark. Yeah, like he's always been there to like stop these like unspeakable wars, you know, and like oh my god, I'm so into him. <laughs> it's I funny because me and Jinx like are totally not into Superman. I'm so into <laughs> he's too goody goody. Goody goody. But it's like I think people are like are they're like freaking out um in a way because like they're like, well, like we're you know I think the people that are like homophobic and stuff, they're like over like we're now losing the image of like being a man you know because like now everything has a label to it now you know like nobody just wants to be labeled as a man anymore now it's just like you know whatever your pronoun is or whatever the pro the correct pronoun is that he him you know or whatever and like so now the old generation like doesn't understand it completely and that's why they're like freaking out about it i think you're making really good points yeah like i'm still i'm still learning myself too it's not because i don't this it's not because i dislike like the new cultures or anything like that it's just like i didn't i wasn't like none of us were ready for this like we weren't like this is all kind of happening like really fast in the last like 10 years mm -hmm. you know like maybe maybe i mean maybe longer i just didn't see it before that right. it's just like i wasn't educated in like all of this stuff you know so like now i'm learning obviously and it's like totally cool with it but it's like but at the same time it's like hard because like when you don't understand it right away because like you're not educated on it like people like jump on you you know and they're like like you're the devil you know i'm like no i just you guys didn't tell me you guys didn't give me a heads up you know <laughs> like, yeah it's really hard to, um, because when you are really it was either like this way or that way not i'm not talking about like sex or gender or anything like that i'm just talking about pronouns in general like yeah. you said he or she and that was really it for anything singular so mm -hmm. it's like when you're saying like they or them or something like that like i feel like sometimes my mind kind of like it's a tiny bit process scrambled like i'm like ah crap i totally did not call that person they or them and yeah. i like it's really hard for me sometimes because I end up feeling like really like kind of poor or like a little bit bad about it but also it's like uh I'm only human like I'm trying to get like all my words out anyways on a regular like basis because I have a lot of things to say to people or a lot of people have a lot of things to say to me sometimes you know what I mean so yeah. it's like I'm just trying to you know like, I got I got frustrated the last couple of years though because like there was a few people that like well one person I asked because like they were in transition and I was like so how do you want to be approached? Like, what do yeah, I call you? That's okay. You know? Yeah, that's because I, I didn't want to be like very still calling you the, uh, the wrong pronoun because it's like, I don't I don't want to be a dick. Like, I'm not trying to be a dick. I just, I need to know because like, if I keep calling you the wrong thing, like, then you're going to fucking get all mad at me. And like, I'm not trying to do that, you know? But then like, there was, a, there was another person that kept flip-flopping. They were like, you know, like one month, like, no, call me her. Then the next month, now call me him. I'm like, well, fucking like, that's not fair that you like, you know, flip flopping a lot. 
because we're trying to because you're trying to be respectful is that why yeah because i'm trying to be respectful and it's like I and then i don't know uh, this person obviously wasn't like a normal person so like they were going through their own personal stuff and I'm like, I'm trying to respect that but it's like, at the same time, I'm like I, you know, the bye week that you're like changing your mind, like, I don't want to fucking fight with you because, like, you don't you don't know, like, what's up, you know? Yeah, well, especially if they're getting upset with you about it, you know? You're like, hey, give me a break. It was like walking on eggshells every week I'm like, uh, so I'll just call it, you know I, I would just call the person by the name That's... you know, that was, that was like the easiest way to deal with it, but then they were like making announcements at work every week, like I don't want to be called, you know, I'm like, okay, I'll just keep calling you your name. <laughs> it's just easier that way. <laughs> yeah, well, because it's nerve-wracking if you if you are really realizing, like, how much it's, like, important to people. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you just are kind of going along and, and it's not affecting you, then that's one thing. But when you're really, like, into the people and, like, want to be supportive and stuff like that, sometimes it's kind of difficult to be, like, <sighs> to remember like all of the changes all the time yeah it's funny because like um because people do transition and they do change and you know yeah no i mean that's totally fine change them back. no i know i'm just saying in general. yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's funny because like um i mean this is not in the same degree but like you know like me i am um of mexican descent right mm. and but like i'm i'm like I, I jokingly call myself a coconut because like <laughs> because it's like I don't yeah I don't speak Spanish and like you know like I'm very like I'm very like I guess you can say white acting you know that's yeah but it. that ends up happening like this is this is something that I was trying to like talk to some of my classes about it's like there was this idea in America before that you kind of need to assimilate and the more whitewashed that you were like the better that you were more you were more accepted because visually you've kind of like mixed and it was this idea you know that people yeah. that we kind of needed to like assimilate ourselves so that we are then not like an awkward not not don't mean it in a bad way like a collective I don't mean it like in you know super systematic way or anything but like just to be connected to everyone and to be like legitimately involved in what each other are involved with you know what I mean yeah but like more and more it's like it doesn't it just hurts so much to take away like so much culture and then we have like all this racism of the issues that we, that we've totally put on ourselves that was like said so I cannot believe what we've done to each other in our past oh, I know it's really tough. really really tough but yeah so i just i feel like now it's it's better to be like more i mean i know it's weird to talk about it like this but like a salad you know what i mean where all of us are like still have our own cultures but we we are actually in a place where we care about you know like the whole united states and we're still involved without necessarily like needing everyone to like assimilate do you know what i mean mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, no, I was just I was just like reflecting because like um it's 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 weird because like I'm making fun of myself because I can take it, right? Like I, I know that I'm like not being too critical of myself. Mm -hmm. But like but like if I make fun of myself and then somebody like piggybacks on that and then makes fun of me for the same thing, I'm like, mm, no, I don't I don't think I'm like I didn't really give you permission to like to fucking <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I think I that's know. I think that that's okay for you to feel that way, though. Yeah, because I'm like, just because I call myself a coconut doesn't mean yeah. I'm, 
happy yeah. about it, you know. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think it's kind of like I don't know. I don't. I see what you're saying. I see how it might like make you feel uncomfortable. But I don't know. I think you're kind of great the way you are. I know. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, like coconut or not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're all kind of expected to like try to be like present here in the United States with each other. And that is not an easy thing to do. Oh, yeah. 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 So anyways, sorry, I didn't mean to. No, no, it's, you know, it's helpful. But I'm proud of your coconut ass. I don't fucking care. Like sometimes our parents and grandparents felt like that. Like you, we didn't like, seriously, I think I'm like a whole quarter Italian. And I, my, I knew my grandfather very well. He did not speak Italian at all. Like we Mm. knew a couple of like nickname words or whatever, but it was pretty customary to not keep your language, like to like, you know, fit in as soon as possible here. So I think my grand my my great grandpa um was obviously mixed because like he's seen I don't uh, I don't know if he was like fully white. He looked like he's pretty white. Um and he's the one that fought in uh, World War Two. Like I saw like old pictures of him and I'm like and then supposedly there's like French and Italian in my family, mm-hmm. like mixed in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be from his side because like I think like my, my uh my great grandma's side is more like like the Indian slash like you know, maybe like Mexican side. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I wonder how like that worked out. But so like uh, my grandma, like, you know, when she was growing up, she was like, it was during the whole segregation era, you know? Really? And uh, oh yeah. So that's why like later on, she didn't like teach us the culture because like she was terrified growing up of how things, you know, in the forties were. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty gnarly. Yeah. Not so like she honestly yes so my you know my uncle was like always like they all had to like really change their identity to like fit in you know so like he became like the you know the, the cool biker kid you know really and yeah oh yeah my grandma was just like you know she she had her girls around and stuff so she like ended up like moving out of state and shit and i don't know it's weird but she always like she was she was very bilingual like she spoke like perfect spanish how lovely I know. And I was like, oh, you didn't spread that to us. <laughs> Rude. Yeah, you probably actually learn pretty easily at this point, though, I think. I don't know, dude. Like, I, I could barely rem- remember, like, the days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's... Like, yeah, sometimes I'm like, oh, shit, what day is it? <laughs> <laughs> I know how that is in the grind, but anyways, I bet you, if you, like, really felt that way about it or whatever, you could probably take a couple of classes and remind yourself about little here and there, you know? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Sometimes we don't even know how much of, like, language things are in our brain until we, like, kind of hit a certain point, and then we kind of, like, all of a sudden it's, like, you're kind of up over this little hump, and then you start, like, understanding. Because our brains really are downloaded with software for language. So Yeah. You ever need a pep talk about that? I think that that's really cool to try to like learn other languages. I think that's pretty dope. So I want to talk about uh, the the Superman thing again. So uh, who's uh, who's Bruce Wayne's kid? I mean, um, who's who's uh, Kal-El's 
like what's his name like in this one? Have you read it yet? Oh, I forgot. I'm gonna go look it up real quick. But yeah, so like him and uh, Lois Lane do end up having a child. I think a couple of children. Right, right. a couple of different versions of like all the super. It's like there's so many different versions, and he's into who? He's in a into uh, some a some uh, reporter. Yeah, people were pissed. <laughs> people are mad about it. I can't. Believe oh, it. for sure. They're like. That's yeah. just they're they're just trying to like, you know, bring up the whole movement. So this is great. This is really, uh, it's just hard for me that people are still uh, ha- upset about people finding love and being. Well, it's. I think it's like there's a lot of things. It's like it's the old school mentality. It's like religious folks, you know. It's the religious folks. Yep. I think more. Yeah. Well, I don't know because there's yes to to probably like majority of like the reason why people are pissed but like there's still like people that are not super religious that are so against it you know like who well i mean like most of the hip-hop culture probably yeah, that's true <laughs> the hip-hop the hip-hop culture is like so homophobic it's ridiculous good for you you like came up with that answer so fast and it's true i didn't even think about them but they really are oh yeah always have been always have been yeah. yeah, it's like, oh man, if you're happy, you're happy. Rose group, though, you know what I mean? Like the football team or this, or you know what I mean? Jocks in general, stuff like that. Even if it's like they don't admit it, there's always that undertone of like hatred, you know? Yeah. Uh, they don't really say a whole lot, but I mean, I can't even find the guy's name or the character's name, but you know, it's just like a little article about like how, um, you know, everyone. Cool. Oh, just everyone's mad? I want to hear. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, uh, let's see. What I was going to say was I was going to say, let's buy that fucking shit. Like, as soon as it comes out, I hope it's all graphic. Let's fucking go for it. When Jonathan Kent, who goes by John, is the firstborn of the son of the original Superman. Clark Kent, an award-winning journalist of the Daily Planet, Lois Lane. Jonathan has been around for six years, but he's already made his own path separate from his father. Mm. Younger Kent has taken on climate change by battling wildfires, <laughs> of course, uh, stopping high school shooting. So, so basically, he's like the new face of the new generation. That's nice. Yeah, so, dope. Okay, well, that'll be fun. I'm always looking for something new, you know. But all this gay stuff too is so like I do enjoy seeing all of the new and different uh, relationships on TV and stuff, and I dig on all the lesbians. Oh, check this out too. So even recently, uh, Batman's third Robin, Tim Drake, was mm-hmm. revealed to be uh, in a relationship with a man as well. Oh yeah. But they I don't. Um... About that, and that was like a long time coming because Batman and Robin like was always like super gay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Always that was always a weird relationship, right? Yeah, they were always like seen in a relationship. You know what I mean? So I think it was. Well, you like, like some little boys, huh? <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not know. literally, but I was surprised. Always surprised that he was kind of like younger in some of them. But like, I like the. I always like the Batman and the Robin. Like when Robin's like much older, you know. He's in like more of a badass like costume and stuff. Like I don't really see him as like a, you know, little little kid. I guess. I yeah. It's super gay though. It's just super gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So another article is like they're talking about the backlash a little bit, a little bit. People are um, Really, a huge hate. If you look it up, like there's a whole there's a panel where it's like he's totally kissing his other boy. He's only 17 on the in the comics. So the J the the reporter's name is uh, Jay Nakamura. Ooh, <laughs> little Asian boy. Wow, little Asian twink, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you love that? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I think I still think it sounds fun. Hey man, whatever floats your boat. Hey man, uh, so I got that. Uh, so last Christmas, I asked my family for um, that Wonder Woman, uh, one of the Wonder Woman books, and mm-hmm. they're all like kind of graphic novels, and but they're all like done by different artists, so they always like look really different. Anyways, that's just a side note. But uh, anyways, one of the new ones had like the mascara, like and all of the women. There are like no men there, right? On uh, Paradise Island with Wonder Woman. You yeah. Know? You know, so like they'll have a party like out in the like in you know like I don't know, like in not it's like not the street but like in the courtyard or whatever, but there's no men, so like they just fall asleep like in the street <laughs> like after they've been drinking and dancing or whatever. And there's like always like women like all like cuddled up like in those pictures. And there's like some shibari going on. Like there's like there's like these rad like uh triangular like uh bars that are like being held up and like the women are like chained like (laughs) upside down. And there's like some women like with whips or like crops and stuff is so fucking great. (laughs) So cool. Really happy. And in in my mind I'm like I'm like oh my god a land like with no men like i can't even like they they're so safe that they don't even have to go home it's so fucking dope i like, would have laughed so hard if there was like a panel that's like mm, pink taco <laughs> <laughs> yum <laughs> yeah, i'm just kidding <laughs> oh, beans hello clarice <laughs> Dude, I was so in love with that movie when I was little. I asked for that movie when I was 16 years old, and my mom was like, hey, "Yes," and she like wrapped it up for me and gave it to me for my birthday. And I thought that was the greatest gift. I gotta rewatch that whole series again. Such a good series. Well, the first two at least. Oh, the series. Yeah. Well, there was you know Silence and then Hannibal was like they're both pretty good. Yeah, my, the red the dragon was like so so. Yeah. Which one was so so? What was it called? Uh, wasn't it um. The Red Dragon or something like that, I think. Yeah, that was like the prequel to uh, Silence of the Lamb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, my brother's really into the series, but I love that movie. Good shit. Yeah. Scary shit. Oh my god, with all the moths and shit. Do you remember it? Not really. It was a real fucking thriller. I gotta watch it again. Yeah, like it was about this serial kill because you brought up all that serial killing shit, which really scares me, by the way. And uh, he was like this, like super guy who was like killing people who were kind of bigger because what he would do is he would like take off their skin and sew it together and put it on like a suit. Because oh, okay, he so he was like basically doing like an Ed Gein thing, right? Huh? He was basically he was basically like Ed Gein, right? Where he was like. Um, so he, he would use people's 
So yeah. Ed Gein used to dig up women, like you know, obviously dead women. Oh my god. And he would use their skin and like and make a suit out of it. My and god. he would like walk around the house because his mom was already dead. So he would walk around the house like in women's uh you know skin. So because he for some reason that was like him getting closer to his mom. Ew. Yikes. Yeah. This was a more, I don't know, I interpreted this one to be more of like an identity thing. Like he, maybe he wanted to be like a woman or beautiful, like a woman or something like okay. that. To like give himself like a suit so that he looked like a woman, like so that you wouldn't see his junk or whatever. That was my interpretation of Silence of the Lambs, but hmm. who knows. Oh, another fun fact. So the tour that we went to in Vegas they had uh, Ed Gein's cauldron that he used to like bleed out the women. Or he was, so like he killed only a few people. Fuck up. Yeah, so they had his cauldron. They had the shovel that he would dig out the graves for the women. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was trippy. They that... had like other, yeah, it was. They had like a bunch of shit. Or the guy that owns the, the property and all the the stuff you like. Get like a the... feeling when you went by it, or was it? Just no, like... so like there was only a couple times where like I felt something. Yeah. Um, because I think that was like the only time that my 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 weird thing like reactivated, you know. Mm-hmm. So like what the 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 exorcism room was like, I felt that for sure because of the chair. Like so like when you walked into the room, it was um, a bunch of stuff that was like from the original family of like the boy that was possessed, and then there was original audio taping tapings of the little boy during the uh, exorcism he was fucking gnarly holy shit it was so it was like actually legit terrifying and then like they opened up the uh like the trap door for like the the original chair that the boy was like sitting in while the uh exorcism was happening and like so i walked up to that walked up closer to you're not supposed to touch the chair because they were like they're like really bad juju you know they were like shit really happens when you like mess with it so i got close to the chair but you can feel like the negative like energy coming off of it whoa like it was crazy i was like whoa that's not cool (laughs) you know so like ever since then like certain places i can feel shit Hmm. it's weird it's a weird thing like i haven't felt like that since i was a kid yeah i don't know weird that was my october (laughs) (laughs) that's a cool that's a cool That's a great story. So, what is the feeling like? Like, do you get goosebumps and stuff, or like, what happens? Yeah, it's like, um, I know. So, like, when I when I went recently to this place where someone recently had passed away, I'm not trying to get like too into it because, like, I'm trying to respect certain people's boundaries. But like, I wa- I went to this place where somebody recently died, and it was like not. A, it was like. A really bad way of going out you know mm-hmm. like there was like things involved that like this person was like going through and has had a, uh, a lifelong like issue with so i walked into the apartment and it was like instantly you just felt like thick like it was like a it's like a thick like atmosphere you feel this like thick energy all around you <laughs> like it almost feels like there's a presence but you don't know for sure you know mm-hmm. And like it was just like I started getting nauseous at the wall. I was like, I was like, could that be because of like just the stuffiness or something? I don't know. But like, 
it was the window was open though i think like the the apartment was like aired out so like i don't know what it maybe i'm tripping out but like it's just it's so hard you had to like feel it yourself to like to really understand it but it's like it just feels heavy and thick i guess yeah but you are a really sensitive person and you should totally trust all of that because oh I, yeah i i like i was there and i was like checking it out and i was like all right i need to leave because i'm starting to feel like some type of way you know yeah and also like it's probably i don't think you're tripping out like i bet you it was probably all aired out and you were just feeling that yeah oh, because like the, you know another person went there before me and they didn't feel anything but they're not like intuitive like I am or whatever whatever word I want to use. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's hard to explain it. But you you've had a lot of experiences when you were young, you know. Oh so, yeah. I I mean I've talked about this a bunch of times in previous episodes, but yeah, uh, it was just trippy. I was like, fuck, just reminded me of some crazy shit. <laughs> well, and that happened just in October? Yeah, like uh three weeks ago, maybe. Gosh, maybe I'm- Maybe two weeks, like the two weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Good and I was like, it was trippy. I thought it was a while back that you had gone, so my my, my time's off. Maybe like three weeks. Uh, time goes by so fast now. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't know what is going on. Hopefully it'll slow down again, maybe. Are you looking forward to Christmas or are you upset like some people? It's either it's one or the other. Everybody- I like the idea of like celebrating with my family and everything, but it's like, it's so stressful at work and like you know not having a lot of money like so i feel bad that i'm not like coming up with like gifts for everybody but i've just never really been good at giving gifts anyway (laughs) you haven't like in what way i don't know i just well i'm usually just always broke anyway so it's like it's hard to like find like cool shit that i know people will like definitely sometimes you know but like I don't know. I always try to get better. It's just like, especially like when I'm in a relationship, I'm like, fuck, what do I do? (laughs) You know? Mm. Like, how do I top like every year? You know? I don't know how people do that. Yeah. Yeah. You have to just be, you know what it is, honestly. You just have to be, um, you just have to remember when you go out, you have to be kind of observant because like, women and men both like they'll just kind of like be like oh this is cool or i really like this or you know what i mean and yeah, it, yeah. You know what i mean so you just have to kind of like when they walk away take a picture of that shit or something and like just fucking put it on like get it and i've been yeah ever since i started well i mean for many years now like i've been working at the same place forever but um i kind of been turned off by the holidays just because of all the stress that comes with it you know and it, and it really depends on like where i'm at so like some people are more, way more rude than others and entitled and where i work now like there's a lot of entitled people so i'm gonna be like kind of tripping out about it yeah i don't well, know we'll know, see I read something about uh about your grocery store and you know like your grocery store beats out like every other grocery store like for the amount of profit per square footage oh yeah yeah, you you make two thousand. Uh, I think it was two thousand for every square foot or something like that in this one in this one thing. And like Amazon was like was not 
was not in the running at all. Well, it's a totally different like thing too, and, and but like it was like they were like twelve hundred or something like that, and then there was um I think it was Safeway or I fucking I forget what it was honestly. But, but it probably depends on like um when like what part of the month it is. No, you it's know, like all, all year. It's like how, overall, huh. like yeah, it's overall. You guys and they had this big article about it, and it was because you guys answer people's questions. Like that stuff, like, oh, do you have this? I know you have it, blah, 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 and all that thing. And you like pretending to like leave and go and look for it, even though you know it's not there. Oh, yeah. They totally made reference to that. (laughs) They were saying that it's really about like human connection and that people like need that kind of attention and that that your company or whatever has uh, also has products that no other grocery store has. Secrets from the former employees. Food section was where it was at, and I totally thought of you because I know you run all that. Anything you want to like put out there before we uh, end our little episode? Well, I wanted to uh, one more thing actually. Um, I was gonna check on my horoscope and read it out loud. Please. Oh my gosh. I would love that. I actually really love horoscopes actually. And I haven't done that for a long time. So yes, please. I will do mine first real quick. Cause I'm a cancer. What a good friend. You just picked up my ending so much. <laughs> yes. Thank you. So mine says, um, what, what is your sun sign? Remind me. Mine says, uh, you've been playing this part for what seems like forever. Your family's Honorary peacemaker, mediator, and hostage negotiator. You've talked a family member off the symbolic ledge more than once. That's actually true. Yes. And you've always known that the chances were excellent uh, that it would happen again. Well, guess what? It's time to break out your crisis kit. The good news is that this time it will go a lot more smoothly. Practice makes perfect. That's actually a really good one. What's that your actually sun- does imply does that, that does imply uh, like kind of the things I'm going through. I know it's amazing, right? It, de- it definitely. So um, he is a Capricorn. No, who are you? What? I'm a Cancer. You're a Cancer. Yeah. And what is yours again? Scorpio. Well, my sun sign is Scorpio. Okay. Who are you? No, talking- so. Uh, oh, I thought you said. My so son, I was like, Noah's a Capricorn. Yeah. Ah, yeah, I like Capricorns a lot. That makes sense. Okay, here's yours, Scorpio. All right, let's see. That feeling you've had recently, Ooh. that uh, that this might not be a very best moment to let the world know about you too. <laughs> <laughs> as, as usual, you're right. And while it might not be easy to continue keeping quiet, you should do everything you can to convince the other person concerned. You should do everything you can to convince the other person concerned that it's your best bet. You know, the expression about know anything good is worth waiting for. Sit tight. Okay. What is Jinxie's? Scorpio. Her and I share. Oh, same. Okay. All right. It's all cool. of our birthday next week. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, so, Tiger Lily's 
Jen and I share a birthday. And then Kelly is two days before me. Mm. And so she's going to, so she's going to have her birthday. I think that Friday. Us. I'm throwing her a party. You should come. We're going to do the podcast together that night. You're going to come to my house, right? Boom. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I, I, I'm not working that day. So Friday, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then she'll go back on a jet plane the next day. Perfect. So yeah. on that note, if anybody <laughs> needs to be uh, to talk off a ledge, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, that's so good. It's true. You're the and one. I, yeah, right. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I could barely talk myself off one. <laughs> I'll help you. I'll help you. Oh shucks. Oh shucks. Yes, but I had a good time talking to you tonight. It was lovely. It's to always talk. a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Very good. I'm excited about the holidays coming. So, and I'm excited about next week. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> So again, folks, um, if you want to get a hold of us at any time, hit up our Twitter, CaliDTO408. Uh, that's like, or you can hit me up on Instagram, Kelly underscore DTO. Let us know of any questions, comments. If you hate us, you love us. I want to hear it all because I'm. Selfish. Do you? Do I'm you? Conceited. I'm conceited. <laughs> I want to know everything. You're funny. <laughs> <laughs> You're not conceited. I know. I know. <laughs> so, sometimes, but but uh, it like uh, like knowing like what people yeah, I think it'll be fun to have like questions or whatever. I want to hear all your answers. Honestly, I do. I want to hear what you answer. Yeah, no, I I want more interaction on the uh, podcast. So okay. reach out, people. That sounds fun. Anywho, oh, I had a good time with you. So thank you so much, and thank you for everybody listening. Hope all of your week is going amazing, and I hope that the next week is even more amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, don't let the holidays stress you out too much. Yes, don't let the holidays stress you out too much. Is it? It has been a stressful couple of weeks. That is for damn sure. That's for sure. like Travis Scott. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that everybody's okay and they find their way. All right. Anyway, it's very early in the morning, darling. I will see you later. We'll see you later. Oh yeah. Toodles. Bye.